0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. In uh, preparing the homily this week, um, reading the epistle, I got more excited uh, as I read through the epistle several times, uh, as it concludes with these words. So then, you are no longer strangers and sojourners. But you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built up the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. You're not excited. You weren't listening. It took me a long time to get excited about this. You know, we're very excited about our building, and it's a, a great joy, but this is about the internal building. Let me read it again, and I want you to pay very close attention kind of how, how it kind of grows. It says, Because you're in Christ, and Christ is your peace, so... Then you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but your fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. You are built up upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole structure, that's us, joined together and grows into a temple of the Lord in whom there is also built into it the dwelling place of God in the spirit. You are a dwelling place of God in the spirit. You're a stone in the temple of God. You're, no, so, you're not sojourners and strangers from this. Are you a little more excited? Should I read it again? No. <laughs> no, don't do that. Father. So where, where does this kind of get us because I think we we have infirmities that keep us from this kind of enthusiasm and excitement that that the apostle Paul is is begging the Ephesian church to grasp and to hold on to you are a temple of the living God so what keeps us from this What's the infirmities? And I was thinking of a couple. You know, the Christian life is uh, in some ways counterintuitive. I love that word, by the way, counterintuitive. You know, our intuition says we should do this. In the Christianity, it kind of turns us in a different direction. It, It asks us to go in a different direction that doesn't seem so toward our intuition, a bit maybe a struggle. And I think these, these struggles are sometimes where we stumble. Well, I'll say where I stumble. Okay, so first, let me give you this, this counterintuitive idea. You know, sometimes we see the church, our Christian life, as obeying the law, doing, doing that which God puts before us, obeying the law. But it's really about grace. See, so here I have a a Bible and I just follow the Bible. I just do everything that's in the Bible and that I become a good Christian. Here's a list of things you need to do. I obey the commandments and I become a good Christian. No, it's about living in Christ and living by the grace of God. Let me give you an example of this. Obeying the law. One of the great saints of the church... Obeyed the law to the T, St. John of Damascus, right over there, turban on his head. He lived in a Muslim country, and he was an incredibly loyal servant to the Caliph, and obeyed the law, did everything he was asked to do, and was at one point in his life, he was accused, falsely accused, of writing a letter uh, that uh, uh, was a, uh, that, that, spoke evilly of the caliph. And the caliph saw the letter and cut his hand off. Cut his hand off. John took the turban, put his hand next to his arm, wrapped his turban around his hand, and went to bed and prayed to the mother of God that she would restore his hand. He woke up in the morning, took the turban off, his hand was restored. That's why that turban's on his head all the time. So When you see St. John over there, you see that turban, that's a miracle turban for him. So, counterintuitive. Grace, grace. We live by grace. You know, I'll just encourage you in this. We are called to not just do good, but to be Christ's, to bring the grace of God into this world, not just to do good things. Okay, that's the difference here. The difference is that if I'm in Christ and working a good, a good gracious thing, I'm bringing the very divine grace of God into this fallen world. If I'm doing it in Christ. It's such a powerful thing to do it that way, not just to do good. How many people, how many of you get tired of doing good? I get tired of it. If if, if it's that kind of good, if it's just doing my list. Okay, done, I did enough good today, time to go. No, it's not that. It's that I live in Christ and I do that which Christ brings to me every day. I want you to walk through your day and just look at how many opportunities God gives you to bring His grace into this fallen world. Think it, think about it. A good word, a good thought, a good act. It's, it's enormous the kind of grace we can bring into the world. It's enormous. In one day, the many good things we can do, think or say, That will bring grace, the very grace of God into the world. So it's not about doing the law. It's about living in grace that we would bring the very divine energy of God into this world. Okay, secondly, um, life is not fair. We think it's fair. It's not about life being fair. It's about mercy. Let me give you an example of this. Saint Stephen, up here, great young deacon, first deacon of the church, went to preach uh, to the Jews and was immediately stoned. And his what? What would what does our intuition say when somebody is thwarting us or being angry with us or even? Taking us to death. Let's pound them back. God blow them up. Do something. You know, do something bad to them. What was Stephen's, what was the holy response? The counterintuitive response. Forgive them. Father, forgive them. See, this is the Christian way. Forgive them. You know, I've been speaking with uh, one of my great joys during the week is to meet with Father John Braun on Tuesdays. Uh, And we've been talking uh, a lot about this being thankful for all things. Everything. You know, and I've got this bag over here. You've probably got one too. It's called the bag of the past. And if I pick it up And open it up. It's full of resentments and anger and bitternesses and disappointments, frustrations. Does it need to be that? You know what it needs to be full of? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Why can how can we do this? It's just not intuitive to us. How do we thank God for the difficulties that he has put in our lives now or is part of our past? You know, when there's difficulties that come, you know, think about how intense your spiritual life must be to just get through it. Is that not a blessing? I remember one time I was talking to a family uh, about this, and we were going through a very difficult season with their son. And we came out on the other side, and, and uh, I was meeting with uh, the, the, the wife of the home, and uh, uh, we met finally after all this had been done, and, and her comment to me was, uh, you know, I'm kind of sad my life the things were the intensity of my spiritual life was so wonderful my prayers were so intense i was driven to god constantly and now that this issue is gone i don't have that intensity anymore so this this is not for us these struggles aren't to be looked at as oh god get me out of here i don't like this no in be be in that moment so that you can gain that intensity to God, that you can draw near to God. In no other way could you do that. In no other way could that be done. So don't run from those things. Look at at what God has given to you, the things he's put in your life, and thank him. All opportunities to be closer to him. Every one of these things is an opportunity to be near to God. Okay, finally, it's not about right and wrong, but it's about goodness. Okay, so let me encourage you in this. You know, the, the stories, the great stories around St. Nicholas, uh, his life was such that he was simply a man of goodness that it didn't matter who needed help, he just helped them. It wasn't a matter of persons, it was a matter of helping, being gracious, being merciful. And so, um, I want to share a story with you about this. Years and years ago, we were in Isla Vista, and uh, I want this story to live. I've probably said it before, but I want this to live in this, in the, the annals of uh, St. Athanasius Church history, because <laughs> it's very significant. It was actually, I think, the uh, the event that started our work on the streets in Isla Vista. We were headed toward a, uh, a clergy meeting, and Father Richard was uh, rounding the corner from the parking lot into the church, and Big Doug, a uh, homeless man that slept. Uh, on our uh, doorstep um, was came at him very angrily said somebody told me that i can't be here anymore i hate you people you guys are the most rotten people you call yourselves christians he was just ranting and raving at father richard father richard (laughs) you didn't know what was going to happen then but it it was really quite interesting a lot of things could have happened but uh as when Doug finished, he let Doug complete his th- thoughts. And he said, Doug, I love you. And he hugged him. And the story is, from then on, Doug's life changed. Dramatically changed. In fact, when, he, when Doug did pass away, when he passed away, somebody gave us a gift of a book that Doug wa- gave to this church that he gave to the church in honor of Doug. Because Doug's life was changed by that one moment of somebody telling him in the middle of this anger burst, he just said, I love you. Counterintuitive. You know, maybe we should argue with him. Maybe we should, you know, call the police on him. No, we should just love him at that moment. You know, so these things, you know, to be people of grace, be people of mercy to be people of goodness that's the christian life that's us that's who we're called to be so now let me read this in this you are no longer strangers and sojourners you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of god built up the foundation of upon which are the apostles and the prophets and Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole structure joined together and grows into a holy temple of the Lord, in whom also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. May this be in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.